this all sounds like personal problems. I mean, maybe not totally personal, but they're certainly not my problems. Howdy, it's Wednesday, March 30th, 2022, and this is episode 170 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? After two false starts, we finally have a trip report, and I'm so excited to talk about it. Or do we? Yeah, maybe there was another false start. Oh. Find out more after the break. <laughs> I had nervous moments. I had nervous <laughs> moments, because everybody oh, in my you? daughter's class had the flu. Yeah, my family was, was pretty sick beforehand as well, but... Not with COVID. And I was basically always fine. Yeah, I, n- I never got anything, so I'm good. Nobody else in the family got it, just Viv. And mm-hmm. her entire class and her teacher for two straight weeks. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. What happened in 1870? Big things. Big, big things. The, the biggest thing. The first boardwalk opened on June 26th, 1870. Yeah. Some details. $5,000 in funds was allocated for the construction, I think, by the city. It opened to the public, like I said, on June 26th, and it was eight feet wide. Eight feet wide. One mile long and one foot above the sand. The stores and stuff off the beach didn't want people dragging a bunch of sand in there. And this was the solution. So for 5000 bucks, you can build one mile of eight-foot-wide boardwalk in 1870. Would you like to guess? And I will speculate your be pretty far off how how much money do you think that is in in 2022 dollars five thousand in 1870 years ago uh-huh i'm gonna say five hundred thousand one hundred and eight thousand according to the calculator I guess. oh i would have thought a lot lot more than that interesting we've had some big periods of inflation since then but i guess i mean it's it's like two two thousand percent increase or something so it's a lot it's it's still quite a lot so a hundred years later the atlantic city press published a book on the 100-year centennial anniversary. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you clicked on it to see what it was called. So young, so gay. So young, dot, dot, dot. So gay, exclamation point. Story, story of do for a win. Story, <laughs> <laughs> story of the boardwalk, 1870 <laughs> to 1970. You can go get a signed copy of this for $15 at my favorite used book site, abebooks.com. I saw this like buried in the footnotes of the Atlantic City Free Public Library site when I searched 1870. And I was like, that's weird. I wonder if this is like an article about some sort of gay culture in Atlantic City in 1970 or like the history of that. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. That's not what they mean by gay. And uh, yeah, no, it's great. And I wish I had a copy of it. I mean, I could for 15 could bucks. You for $15. Um, I frame that. I frame that and put that up in my in my apartment. Incredible. So young, so gay. Written by William McMahon. That's right. The other thing that happened in 1970, not really Atlantic City related, is that lottery tickets first went on sale in New Jersey on December 16th. And there were a couple of websites that sort of linked to this, to like the future of gambling. I separate the two. No, not a a story. Yeah, because like the states, you know, every state has the lottery now, except for like two. And certainly not every state has an Atlantic City as much as they wish they did. That's, I'm sure, yes, every state truly wishes they had their own Atlantic City. Like, how do we get some of that action? 
Actually, one thing I did find is that in 1969, there was some push to legalize gambling, casino gambling. This is, why are you telling us this? This was last episode. I know, because I missed it. Ugh. Well, because it's not Atlantic City related. Playboy wanted to build a casino in Sussex County. And uh, that just never got anywhere. For, for those of us who are not New Jersey residents, approximately where in the state is that? Oh, boy. Uh, I think it's very north, but somebody's going to... I don't... Oh, the, counties he, the counties here are not as important as they are in yeah. Maryland. Like, Maryland, everybody cares about there? what counties for, county you're from and all that stuff. Yeah. I've, I don't, I've lived in New Jersey for six years, I think. Terrible. I just looked it up. It's the furthest northwest corner of, of mm-hmm. New Jersey. I don't know what Northwest Jersey's like. I've been to Parsippany. I know that's kind of far northwest, but maybe not that far north. Yeah, I don't know anything about Parsippany. Well, anyway, <laughs> everyone will surely be happy to know that Hell's Kitchen is coming to the former Dusk space upstairs at Caesars. Didn't we just announce something else was coming to Dusk a couple episodes ago? Did we already talk about this? No, we didn't talk about Hell's Kitchen. I thought we said something else was going to be there. Or maybe I read that something else was going to be there. Control not... F. No, no, this is I the only thing the... in the document for Dusk. Maybe it was Hell's Kitchen. Who knows? They've been advertising it a lot. Yes. So, special time for you all. I'll do the press release. Yes. Uh, designed to be an experiential and immersive destination restaurant, guests at Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen will feel transported to the studio set. The inspiration from the hit show is evident throughout all three levels of the restaurant, from the signature fiery pitchfork that marks the entryway to the chef uniforms and menu items. My favorite thing about this about this restaurant, ignoring that that's just as bullshitty yes of, no, that, n- none of those words that i said had any meaning whatsoever but in the renderings i don't know if you went and looked right behind the pitchfork at the entryway is some very non-discreet t-shirts hanging up on hangers <laughs> and it's like this is clearly a place where a bunch of people are going to go to buy the t-shirt say they went and leave much like the Pawn Stars Pawn Shop in Las Vegas, which is... Where, you, where you've been? I have been. It's like 40% gift shop, and nobody is going there to look at anything that's actually in the pawn shop. So that's that. Well, Caesars needs some updates, so this is yeah. good. No, Caesars needs a little bit of love. Yeah. Frankly, to jump ahead a little bit, all of the El Dorado properties probably need a little bit of love. Yeah, they could. I mean, they're doing a lot of renovations at Harrah's. They're doing the rooms. They're doing the Centurion rooms at Caesars. So that's good. When is this thing opening? Do we even know? No, I don't think so. This summer. That's what it says. No date. So what what happened last weekend? We went on a trip. We went to Atlantic City. We we, we did. So we actually went. At last talk, you were going to stay in Ocean and I was going to stay in Resorts. That's right. That is not what happened. (laughs) It was very nearly really not what happened, but... I had Caesars booked for a while, and then at the last minute I canceled it and changed it to the Chelsea Tower. Mm-hmm. And then you... Did you attempt to change it? I had Ocean and Resorts book, obviously. Uh, I had to cancel my Resorts reservation because you wanted to stay Saturday night, which I couldn't get, and so you moved to Caesars initially with me, right? In theory. Yeah, initially. The system. Yeah, and then I called, I was able to get it myself later, and so right. I called and got you off the room. And then later that same day, I actually called and was like, actually, I'm going to switch it to, <laughs> to Tropicana, and they had to do it over the phone. Yeah. But, because the Chelsea Tower was available. I had to do it for you the good of the podcast. So, and I, there was some talk briefly about me coming down and also staying at the Trop, but I don't think I've stayed at the Ocean in probably five years, at least. So I decided I wanted to actually stay at the ocean, and 
I actually did try to cancel at one point, but I was inside the window, so I would have had to call to cancel. It was just, it pushed me over the edge, I think. Yeah, I had to call. I shouldn't have been inside the window, but then I went to cancel uh, Caesars and it said, you're in the window, it's going to be 50 bucks. And I was like, no way. So I called and they just switched it for me. I had, mm-hmm. I did a lot of calling Caesars, which is not yeah. what I want to do. I, I had to call resorts because you actually just can't cancel online, even yeah. though I canceled well outside of any window. <laughs> uh, I will say that the Caesars people are always extremely helpful. Like, mm-hmm. So sometimes you'll, I'll get something where it says Friday and Saturday comped on the on the rate calendar. But then when you go to book two nights, it'll say, like, it's 190 bucks a night or something crazy. If you call, they will give you both. So it's good to know. How was your ocean room? It was really, really nice. I had a great view. I don't know if you follow our Instagram, but surely you should so we can pitch you yet more products that third parties pay us to pitch. It's been a long time since I've stayed at Ocean, like I said, but the room was beautiful. The view was great. Everything was fairly clean, unlike I think the last time you stayed in Ocean. Uh, I have no complaints whatsoever with the room. It was just a very nice room experience. Awesome view. Yeah. I was in the, the like one of the higher rooms, so you get the like private elevator area or oh. whatever. Not like the riffraff that are on the bottom 40 floors. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when you go into the into the lobby... There's three elevators, and there's, yeah, two like right when you walk in, and like, then the for the high floors, it's like you have to go around a corner. I don't think I've ever been in those high floor ones, and I've stayed at Ocean five or six times, so well, interesting. And Which is weird. It's not really because of you versus me, since I think half the time <laughs> you stayed there, it's been on my account. It's almost always either your account or my brother's, so... Uh-huh. I'm actually interested to see what happens to my ocean comps, because I didn't play there for a long time, but I lost a lot of money there for me. Yeah, I, I do have to say that it, it does seem like they are building out a bunch of the other floors. I think we've talked about it in a past episode, but there was construction going on for sure. So Good. Which is good. More hotel rooms, always good. Should I talk about my Chelsea Tower room, which you did see? Yeah. I recorded a video. I don't know if I'll ever post it anywhere. I did the oh. classic room walkthrough type video that you see on youtube from all the other vlogs Mm -hmm. my first impression as soon as i walked in was like it's pretty nice it's like old but it's nice and then when you sort of start looking in the corners and at the ceiling and stuff it's pretty obvious that it's very old and and beat up wallpaper peeling off of everything (laughs) peeling off near the ceiling peeling off Mm -hmm. in the bathroom there was a big water damage spot right above the bed (laughs) oh and the hallway smelled really bad I would have been embarrassed to take my wife there. I'll say oh, that. Oh, you no, know, you know, yeah, that, you can't do that. Like, because I, if I had, like, booked that not knowing what I was getting into, if I had booked Chelsea Tower, I, I don't know what I would have done. Like, it was totally fine for my purposes. I would actually probably book it again. I didn't mind the walk. I, it's not as far from the casino floor as people say. It's not as mm-hmm. far away as, like, North Tower at Hard it's, Rock. It's let's not say as... it's infinitely closer to the casino floor than any of the ocean rooms are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess you could go to the elevator bank, then it's probably not that far. But if yeah. you're going to walk to the casino floor, you are in for a hike. Yeah, once you figure out the like series of escalators you need to do to get there, it's not that bad. But yeah, that room, it, it was just not very good. No, it was bad. The was bad. exhaust fan in the bathroom was like 100 decibels. The air conditioning when it kicked on sounded like it was going to shake the place to the ground. I do have to say, anytime someone closed the door in the hall, like the whole tower felt like it was shaken. Yeah, so one thing that happened is I stayed up really late, as I always do, and I got back to the room at, like, 2, and I'm laying down, and I'm about to fall asleep, and at 2.40, I hear, like, a knock at the door, and it sounds like it's on my door, because that's, you know, 
how thin the walls are. But I'm just assuming it's not. And I'm like, I'm clearly not going to get out of bed to someone knocking at my door at 2.40 in the morning. And then somebody, like, yells some name. No answer. Like, three minutes pass. They knock again. Nothing. This goes on for, like, 40 minutes of somebody just standing in the hall, like, knocking and then, like, yelling the person's name. And then they started kicking the door really hard, which is just so incredibly loud. <laughs> so I'm assuming it was per- somebody, like, I don't know, a couple doors down from me. And it's like, how long are you going to stand out there trying to get into this room? I'm assuming it was just some dude who, like, forgot his key and was trying to get whoever you stand with to open the door. But, yeah, it was very annoying, uh, which is not, you know, that's not the Chelsea Tower's fault. That's not Tropicana's fault. That kind of stuff happens in the West Tower, the Forum Tower, all the crappy towers in Atlantic City. The West Tower, no one actually leaves the room because they're all just brewing meth or whatever. Yeah, that's true. So that's not a problem there. That's That's a good point. I think the West Tower looks much nicer inside. I will say the West Tower yep. rooms look much nicer. Uh, yeah, a little bit nicer. I would not be embarrassed to take my wife to a West Tower room. Really? When's the last time you stayed in the West Tower? Never. I've only been in your rooms multiple times and seen it. It's Is like it the, the stay the, the, that's bad? I, it's I don't know. It's like the linoleum floors and yeah. like the. It's just not good. Like all the furniture's a bit beat up, or at least it was. So I was originally in the Forum Tower at, at Caesars. I was going to be in Forum. And so the big thing that swung me to switch was, like, the Forum's so bad. It's bad. And uh, the problem with the Forum rooms is they're small. They're definitely smaller than the Chelsea rooms. Yep. But the rooms look nice. I remember when I first walked into the Forum Tower room the one time I stayed there, and I was like, they did a great job on this renovation. The problem is it's like feels like a dungeon because there's no outside window, and the walls are so incredibly thin. <laughs> And so, like, that's such a negative part of the experience, just having to, like, hear everybody in the hall when they walk walk through and everything. It's kind of annoying. Uh, so Chelsea had some of that, too. As thin as our Claridge Tower room wall? Yeah, yeah, probably. I didn't hear the same stuff, but... <laughs> so anyways, that's the room review. Yeah. I would book Chelsea for myself, again, as crazy as that sounds. You need, you need to ask for the annex next time, I think. When I was looking at what to try to get, people said, oh, try to book above the fifth floor because it's quieter. Below the fifth floor is actually just the annex. Like, that's a separate building. If you're in the main Chelsea Tower, it starts at floor six, I think. Like, there's no rooms on anything below five. So one through five, if you get Chelsea Tower one through five, that's annex, not the main Chelsea Tower. So what time did you get there and what did you do before I got there? I think I got there at about one, one thirty. Something like that. Sounds right. I, don't know, I didn't do too much. I think I, I checked in. I think I was mostly relaxing in the room before you got there. I don't think I gambled too much. Uh, when did you get in? A few minutes after two. It was like 2.15. So you just checked in and then I checked and in. I checked in and yeah, relaxed. And then I, I walked down to meet you. I didn't yeah. do any. I don't think I did any gambling before you got there. I was I was there like 45 minutes or an hour only. So. You, you found time to get your first gift at Ocean, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. So what was your gift number one? Some beautiful silverware. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, the flatware. Mm-hmm. And then I had the option to get the flatware, right? But you took, like, $20 instead. Foolish I did. I took $15? F- oh, see, the next day I was thinking, like, oh, I forgot to get my free play yesterday. But I did, because I had the choice between the flatware and the free play, and I took the free play. So I did get my slot play. Did All you right. use it? Um, surely, yes. Yes, right? yeah, 100%. All right. Lost it immediately. Yeah. Yeah. After that, we just went on this, like, whirlwind tour of eating and drinking for, like, four straight hours. Yes. And I joked on Twitter that we had three meals together in about 24 places on a list of places we wanted to go. 
We did a good job. We hit like 10 of them. I mean, we, we went to a lot of places right away. Yeah. Starting with the beer garden outside of Trap. So you Because no. you would walk down to Trap. Completely false. What? You are lying to our listeners. We started with the Jersey Shore Pizza and Grill. We had the pizza before the beer garden? Yes, and then we walked back to the beer garden. 100%. Uh, yes, you're right, because it was like two-something. Yes, mm-hmm. you're right. That was, yeah. How was your Jersey Shore Pizza and Grill? It was legitimately rivaled the Joe Rock Cafe as one of the worst slices of pizza I've ever had in my life. This was rated by Amy S. Rosenberg, who we love. Number one pizza slice on the boardwalk. And and not only this, but she, I think the Steel Pier pizza was like number three. It was number and three. We tried that, and it was very, very good. Yes, it was. I do. I am always skeptical. You know, I work in New York City. I get pizza semi frequently. I'm skeptical of getting it at like two or three in the afternoon because the turnover is low, and you don't want to get like pizzas that's been sitting in the little window for four hours. I don't think that had anything to do with why this pizza was bad. Like we both said that the cheese tasted like it had kind of turned, like it yeah. had a little bit of like a sour it had like flavor a, to a it. Fir- yeah, it, it did. And frankly, my pizza was also kind of cold, so. It didn't yeah. help the situation. Like, if the cheese was a bit more melted, it probably would have helped. I don't think it would have made a difference. Like, it was just bad. It was just bad it pizza. Bad. It was a very bad slice of pizza. Uh, I wish I didn't eat the whole thing. I'll say that. And that's... that's. Oh, no, I'm glad I ate the whole thing. But the crust was good, I think. It's just the cheese, I think. The cheese and, like, the, I don't know, consistency or something. Yeah. No, yeah, I didn't, yeah it was bad. It was just terrible pizza. Maybe Sorry, in the summer maybe. it's totally different. Maybe they just yeah. do... Tur- I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they changed something. They got that number one rating and they're like, all right, time to cheap out on everything. Yeah. Reputation will carry us now. It was better than Joe Rock. I still have never had Joe Rock, which well, Joe looks Rock like looked permanently closed, but maybe it's seasonal. I don't know. So after that, we went to the beer garden and had some German beers, right? We did. Had some giant German beers. How was your beer garden experience? I liked it a lot. I thought it was very nice. I would definitely go back. Yeah. I it was a cool place to sit and hang out. It was a little bit cooler than maybe it could have been. Like it would be really nice in about a month, mm-hmm. I think. And you know, just go sit, get a giant whatever liter of of some German beer. Sit we did not get it. a liter. No, no, no we did. I think it was like a 22 ounce beer. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was just a pint. No way. Really? Well, I say that, but I think, you know, when you go and get a pint at a regular bar in a pint glass, I don't think that's a pint. So maybe it was a pint. Like, if you get a real 16-ounce pint glass, it's bigger than what you get at a bar. Anyways, uh, would you go back to the beer garden? Yes, absolutely. 100%. A little bit pricey, but, you know, it's fine. It's interesting. There's a lot of stuff around Trap that I kind of like. You know, Tony's Baltimore Grill, Chelsea Pub and Inn. Jersey Shore Pizza and Grill. Yeah, as we mentioned. There's another pizza place right across from there, Malto. I don't know if that's any better. And then the beer garden. Like, this is all cool stuff. So it's weird because Trap's, like, way off on its own now. Down at the very end of the boardwalk, which we both did the walk multiple times. Mm-hmm. 1.8 miles. Yeah. But I do like that aspect of Trop. So then after that, we went to the Irish pub. I convinced yeah. you to go to the Irish pub and it get a Guinness. didn't take that much. I was like, yeah, what's the, there was a mention of getting a Guinness on draft. It's not that much arm twisting to get me to go. I love the Irish pub. Still. I don't like it still. It's like so shocking when we walked outside from it because it's so so dark in the irish pub like it is the darkest place that has ever existed <laughs> it's it's very dark like you it's, complain like, about the forum tower being a dungeon like the irish pub is a thousand times worse yeah and and you just don't expect to exit there it's like going to a movie and then coming out and it's daytime and you're like whoa didn't expect that so yeah that i agreed with that 
We were like the only people at the Irish pub, which was weird. There was like a very loud group of people oh, yeah, you're right. at the end of the bar. Extremely I loud. I forgot about them. But Irish pub. Cash only, by the way, in case you're planning to go to the Irish pub. Always, always very cheap experience. And then we left the Irish pub after one beer mm-hmm. and went across to the legendary Piccadilly for Indeed. the greatest wings I've ever had in my life. They're, they're really good. We got, what, hot or spicy? I don't remember what they yeah, call it. I think it was like the middle tier. Whatever is not as spicy between hot and spicy. I think we normally get the hotter ones than yeah. that, and they're spicier. I actually thought that they were better, a little less spicy. Like, the flavor was really good in them. Mm-hmm. And even they're hot, though. It's not just, like, hot for the sake of hot. So I will say that. Like, they're just really, really good wings. Yeah. And we had so our we got, Miller Lights. Got 13 wings, had two Miller Lights. It was extremely <laughs> cheap, as always. Perfect. Just wonderful. The best place in the world to have a bottle of Miller Lite, I think. And I think we can now say that we've done the go to Irish pub, walk, walk across to Piccadilly. I think you have to do those two in succession at some point if you're a frequent Atlantic City visitor. I don't think I've done that. I think I've done Piccadilly to Irish pub at least once, I definitely remember. Because it was like late at night and some like sketchy dude was like panhandling us on the walk. <laughs> that sounds and right. Maybe twice. Yeah. After that, still continuing our tour, mm-hmm. we walked off the boardwalk to the Atlantic City Bar and Grill. Yeah. Somebody had to open the door for us because it was Yeah, locked. that's right. You cannot get into the bar without somebody opening the door. So someone ran out after we failed to get in and <laughs> yeah. invite us into the bar because I guess we passed whatever the test is that you have to pass. Yeah, so Atlantic City Bar and Grill feels like a dive bar to me. Like when you sit at the bar, it feels like a dive bar, but then, you know... The menu's pretty high-end. Yeah, I think it's pretty fancy. Maybe it's not that it's a dive bar. Maybe it's more like it's like the Bally's Tower of bars. Like, it was really nice in 1980. It just hasn't really been updated. There's mirrors everywhere. It's a dive bar at all. I don't know. I don't get that sense. We had mussels. Yeah, we had mussels. They were good. You said you're, like, turned off for life from them, right? But Just because I was still tasting them the next morning, and that's just not a good way to wake up. Like, when you've had a bunch of drinks and you wake up and your stomach's not feeling great, and it's, like, the first taste is just, like, this mussels and, like, oniony red sauce. No. It was good. Not not great. But, yeah, I thought the service was great. I mean, there were, like, six of us or something at the bar, and there were two bartenders, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we each got a $2 souvenir mug. Mine's in my freezer right now. Why am I not drinking my beer out of it right now? I'm an uh. idiot foolish so stupid it was good i i'm glad we've been i'd never heard of it i don't think until you mentioned it right before this trip but it was cool i would go back worth seeing yeah I, i'd eat dinner there maybe once i don't think i'd go back just to drink but no no i'd eat yeah, dinner there i thought I'd try it. yeah i thought there was a lot of stuff on the menu that looked interesting it's like much higher end fare than like you know irish pub yeah <laughs> or pickle <laughs> so then we finally walked to ocean i think we played our free play mm-hmm. played some tiles my first time playing tiles in a while. $25 yeah. tiles, it did not go well for me. You did not set your hand horrifically wrong at any point, though. That's so true. Go. I didn't make any terrible mistakes. Yeah. It just, you know, $25 tiles, you don't need that much bad luck to, to lose 150 bucks. And then, did we do anything else before we went and got our giant size-of-your-head ice cream sandwiches? I played some video poker, I think. I yeah. think or was it after? I, I played a lot of uh, the double-double bonus there. All went extremely poorly. Yeah, no, everything went bad. So we got our giant ice cream sandwiches. I posted a picture on Twitter. If you haven't seen it, it's it's a big cookie. It's probably like... It's huge. It's probably like a 350 calorie cookie. Two of them. And there's two of them. 
And then two scoops of ice cream. Two large scoops of ice cream between them. So I'm guessing it's like, you know, a solid 1,500 calorie. Yeah, that's probably Ice cream sandwich. I foolishly got birthday cake ice cream between mine, (laughs) which was just so sweet. I mean, it was really good, but it was so sweet and probably like the most grotesque of all the flavors in terms of just going to make you feel crappy. And so... Yada, 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 and now you need supplementary insulin. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to not finish it. So I finished it, and then I just felt awful the rest of the night. Like, I was just so full and just like, I'm not a big day drinker, so then I had, you know, whatever, four beers between all Uh these places before we had our ice cream sandwich. And I was just like so full, but also full in a way that like full of like sugary stuff. It was not, I did not feel great. And then we went and played craps. Yep. Team craps. Yep. Which I really enjoyed the, the time we did it the last time, I think. Oh, we, we just got slaughtered this time. So we got slaughtered and the St. Peter's game was on. That's true. The Sweet 16 game. Yes, not the Elite Eight game. And it was like the last two minutes. And so we're trying to like pay attention to that. And so it was like, I, I didn't feel into it at all, mm. especially because I wasn't, you know, rolling or playing, playing or anything. Yeah. So if I had to do it over, I would have said like, let's just go watch the end of this game and then we'll like come back and do this. Sure. So, so that was not a great experience. And then also the losing didn't help because we lost very right. fast. But St. Peter's was a good experience. Yeah, that was cool. And then I think I was like, okay, I'm done losing money here. Like I've lost too much money at the ocean uh-huh. for, so, for a place that I'm not staying and I'm not using my – oh, I was using my card except not at craps because I was playing on right. yours. And so I left and headed back toward TROP. But what did you do after I left at 10 p.m.? I definitely played some slots that night. I played some Game of Thrones slots, put $100 in. I had some fun. I hit some bonuses and stuff, so it was fine. I mean, I lost my $100 in the end, but it went farther than maybe one would expect. I left out our post-craps stop, which was Nola's Bar. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, I thought it was a cool bar, interesting cocktail list, but I didn't feel great for my ice cream sandwich, so I wasn't, oh. like, super eager to drink. I enjoyed it. It was nice. It was, like, not... Really something that's for me, but I think there's, like, a lot of people that would really, really like it. If there was open seats at the bar, I could totally see myself going and sitting at the bar. I think it's a great addition to Ocean. It looks like it straight out of Vegas. It looks like a couple of the bars that are at Venetian, if if anybody's been to those bars. Super classy. There was a live band there, but they were, like, just starting when we got there, so we didn't really experience that that much because we just got one drink and then left. Mm -hmm. The other thing that they have, which I think is big, is you can walk in order a drink to go and they'll put it in a plastic cup for you and it's open until 3 a.m on the weekends so if you're like my brother and you desperately need a good cocktail for 15 bucks and can't just order something on the casino floor because it's not good enough for you you can go to the nolas and get a bar uh, a cocktail very late at night and so that's something that not a lot of the casinos have in ac good drinks late mm-hmm. um although i have to say like i was at trop i was ordering you know straight off the menu strawberry daiquiri or whipped cream I couldn't find strawberry daiquiri whipped cream. What? To be fair, the touchscreen panels on a lot of the Tropicana machines are pretty janky. So pretty it was sticky. hard to, yeah. like, stuff would just, like, take over the whole screen or it would get stuck. Like, it would get, like, stuck on a screen and not be able to get off of it. So I don't know. Maybe I couldn't find it. But, you know, I could get stuff like scotch and soda and I forget what else I got. I got a mudslide. <laughs> it was not, not all that good. <laughs> Shockingly. Yeah, so who couldn't have thought? My, my, the best part about the mudslide is there's, like, a picture of it. And it's in a it's in a coffee cup, like one of those stemmed glass coffee mugs, and there's like the chocolate drizzle sauce on the side and whipped cream <laughs> on the top, and it comes out and it just looks like a white Russian with ice in it in a plastic cup. And I was like, I should have expected this. Yeah. 
With like maybe some like chocolate syrup on top. No, no, they didn't have that either. Oh. There's none of that. <laughs> so it was. It wasn't even the presentation wasn't even as good as the the classic strawberry daiquiri whipped cream. I haven't even thought of white Russians in like 15 years. I used to drink a lot of white Russians. Every once in a while, I go on a white Russian kick. It's so easy to make. They're good. Yeah. Yeah, They taste delicious. You drink them in about one second. Yes. They'll mess you up. I also went through a briefer and even worse phase where I was drinking some black Russians and that was bad. (laughs) Black Russian was also, it was on the menu also at the the machine. (laughs) So you, you've said, did you have anything else to add about your, Uh, and I I definitely played more double, double bonus. I played quite a bit of double, double bonus. How was your, your Friday night gambling? Is that when I sent you a bunch of pictures of... Oh, yes. Of yeah, Four Royal. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of pictures of Four Royal. Um, it was fine, I think, pretty much after you left. I think I lost a little, but it was definitely worse while you were there. And then I, I ended up going up not too, too late, maybe 1130 or midnight. So, Oh, boy. I wasn't even at Trop yet, I don't think, when you yeah. So because I... First thing, I walked out. I went through Hard Rock because I was like, I love Hard Rock. I'm going to go walk through. And you know that I'm a Hard Rock fanboy. I've excused a lot of decisions they've made recently that are not great. But I'll tell you, you know, I wasn't feeling great, so maybe I need to, to go through again. But not staying there and just walking through it, bright as the sun. It's so bright. Insanely crowded. Like, just yeah. so many people in there. I hate the casino floor at Hard Rock. I just think it's awful. And that, not just insanely crowded, but, like, the way it's laid out. Like, if you want to walk from one end of it to another, you're just in a sea of people. There's, yep. like, no real easy way to go about it. That's right. Yeah, it was not a great experience. So I got out of there real fast. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, oh, why do I like this place? But I think when you're staying there, you sort of don't... That's not a huge percentage of your experience there. So I left there, and I could have taken a cab. That would have been the smart thing to do at 11 o'clock on a Friday night, all the way back to Tropicana. But I was walking. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the Lucky Snake. I feel like this is this is has to be out of order. It again. is out of order, you're right? Because Lucky Snake is much closer is closer yeah. to ocean than the everything rock. I'm saying is out of order tonight. Yeah. So yes, I went to Lucky Snake first. I uh-huh. walk, yeah, I walked by Showboat and I was like, Lucky Snake, let me pop my head in there. And you know, we we went to Lucky Snake and played a bunch of those coin pusher games and used our money and ate a bunch of food last trip or however many trips ago it was. Mm-hmm. I don't think we had like super kind things to say about the Lucky Snake. I think it was fine. But it was fine. Have unkind things to say. It's not for me. I wouldn't go by myself like you did, but I would take my family there. What I said the last time was I would only go if the gambling is going bad and I need something to do. And that's exactly the situation I found myself in. Because I, I was... Yeah, I gambling already, did go bad by your standards on Friday. Yeah, I had already pretty much used like my day's allotment of gambling funds and I had not gambled a, a penny at the hotel I was actually staying at. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, <laughs> this is not going great. So I went into Lucky Snake, and the first thing I saw when I went in, which was new since we've been there, was Pinball Alley, 75 pinball machines. And I like me some pinball. I don't know. If you play a lot of pinball, this is not surprising, but, you know, probably 25 of them were out of service. Like, pinball machines just need a lot of repair. (laughs) Especially, they have a ton of vintage ones from, like, I don't know, probably the 60s or 70s, and those especially, I think, just go down a lot, and you need someone constantly on hand to service them but even with that there were just so many really good machines there and so i went and got a 25 dollar card and 25 dollars goes a very long way on pinball like you can play for a long time so i think i only used like less than 10 dollars of my card uh maybe a little more and played a bunch of pinball wandered around the place noticed that they're setting up a 
indoor cart track there. Uh, so, like, further back in the casino, which I guess used to just be blocked off, they are setting up a huge, like, indoor cart track with, that looks very cool. Uh, supposed to be done by May. Um, I'll get a little bit more into that later. I had a good time. Like, I walked around. I looked at all the, like, they they seem to be doing a pretty good job of, like, getting new games in. And, like, I just really enjoyed playing a bunch of pinball. But at this point, I was like, it's, like, 11.35. I need to get back to, to my hotel. I, I'm not even going to finish using this $25 card, which is dumb, because I'm definitely never going to be back at, at Lucky Snake. So I went back to Trop. I finally got back to Trop at, like, 11.55, went up to my room, put stuff down, and I was, like, laying in bed just feeling awful. <laughs> And I was like, I should just go to bed. Like, I feel so crappy. And it's like, I haven't gambled at all. Well, you should have gone to bed, frankly, and just gambled more yeah, on that's true. Saturday, I think. Um, it would be better to have one open day than two, I think, all things being equal. Yeah, I, I think it probably didn't end up mattering that much. So I was like, oh, I've got free play. Oh, yeah, because I forgot I had free play. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll just go use the free play and go <laughs> and then put, like, some money and in, do some slot machines after that and see how it goes. Because I was like, I, you know, I can't leave without playing video poker late into the night. Uh, so I went and used my free play, lost, lost it pretty quickly and at some like Dean Martin machine and then played for a while on that and then went and played video poker for a while. I will say the drink service was actually very good on the casino floor, which was a nice change of pace. Cause the last time I was at Trop, I ordered a drink and it took like 30 minutes to come out. It, it did take you a long time to get your drink. Yes. The first drink I ordered, it was literally like I hit the button and then it's a bunch of arrows on the machines and it's like drink ordered drink prepared drink on the way just like all of them lit up immediately and then the woman was there in like 45 seconds and i was like i don't even understand how this is possible like i don't how is this like physically possible <laughs> i mean i ordered just like a maker's neat so it was very easy to pour which is a pretty good thing to be able to get on the casino floor i have to say and so the yeah drink service was very good on the casino floor at tropicana or at the machines which was a big big there's something that I was actually worried about staying at Tropicana because I was like, this is going to be really frustrating if I'm like mm-hmm. playing late at night and can't get a drink ever. I will say at, at Ocean, I think probably at Machines, there was like one waitress that came by for me the entire weekend, which is Ooh. very bad. Yeah, that's rough. I usually, I've usually found that like they come by pretty regularly. Even at, at the Ocean? Pie Gout table, I feel like we didn't have any waitresses. No, they never came by. It, it was bad. Drink service was, was bad at the ocean. Maybe they did come by once. You're right, because you ordered two waters. I did get two waters yeah. at the pie table, yes. And you, I had to give one to you because you, of course, sat there like a startled doe when the waitress was there, and then she just walked away. Yeah, so sorry my trip. We'll was get great. To that later. I think I had ended up just putting like 40 bucks into the machine at that point, like only lost another 40 bucks. Managed to milk that for a while and then went up to bed at after two, which was stupid. But <laughs> that's what I did. And then Saturday. So then the next day we wake up. I slept until nine. So what did you do before I woke up? It was later than that, I think. No, I think it was 9.05 when I texted yeah. you. But I woke up at like 7.15, which was good for me. That's about as late as I'll ever sleep, I think. So I went downstairs. Well, first I ate a delicious pretzel in my room because I always have a large supply of Wawa pretzels on Atlantic City trips. <laughs> I have to. Had some hydrating drinks, a couple waters, an iced tea that I also had. Some from the casino, some from Wawa. Then I went downstairs. I did a bunch of gambling. I actually played craps for a while. I ended up losing my buy-in, but it took longer than you would expect. I was the only one at the table, which I always really, really, really like. This is definitely when I did play Ultimate Texas Hold'em because it was $5, which I also enjoyed quite a bit. I think I 
broke was the about craps minimum when there? It was 10. Yeah. It was 15 okay. when we played at night, and it was 10 on uh, Saturday morning. I probably played a bit of uh, Double Double Bonus as well, but m- mostly I was just kind of doing stuff, waiting for you to eventually wake up, and so you eventually texted me, so I went back up and showered and changed and checked out of the room and threw everything in my car to meet you. So what did you do before you met me? Just woke up, hopped in the just, shower. Just woke and... up, that's it? Yeah I, yeah, I think I just hopped in the shower and got in the car and drove to Hot Bagels and More, and that's where I yeah. met you, where so, I had my next uh, lack of assertiveness <laughs> moment. You, in, in your defense, you only got passed by one woman while you were in line from right. not being aggressive enough. But I probably could have gotten a person's attention to make an order like 10 minutes earlier if I really yes, wanted to. Yes, th- that is true. Not how I roll. <laughs> I know. And then I had to insult you afterwards for being from New York City and still being like that. Yeah. Instead of all places to be from, you'd think it'd be least likely it's someone from New York City. But here we are. So this is the second instance of that happening on the trip. We'll, right. we'll keep going here. There's <laughs> at least one more. <laughs> Anyway, Hot Eagles and More was, uh, they have nowhere to sit, so we ended up just taking it back to your room at the Trop. Uh, the food was very good. My bagel sandwich was great. I don't know. There's not much more to say. Is it, like, super worth going out of your way for? Like, I'm not sure what else they have, but my my bagel sandwich was legitimately very good. It's much better than, like, a bagel sandwich I would have gotten at Dunkin' if I was at resorts or whatever. Yes, that's 100% true. Yeah, I think it holds, you know, stands up with any, like, good New York bagel sandwich I've had. If you're staying at Ocean, I think it's worth popping yeah. out there for. Although Ocean does have the cappuccino, which is really good. Double egg, double sausage on the normal sausage, egg, and cheese. It's always what I like, being a glutton. Oh, you went double egg and double sausage. I no, was... I, I didn't. I did not. I got just a sausage, egg, and cheese. It had two eggs and two sausage. Oh, oh that they give you two that's eggs. That's just how, yeah. how it comes. Uh, yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah. It's hard to tell if the bagel itself was actually really good because, you know, it's on a sandwich. I huh. would, it would be interesting to just try some of the bagels, but they looked very good. And then, I mean, by the time we finished the bagels, it was like noon and qualifying was on, F1 qualifying. Oh, yes. So we were sitting there watching that. Yeah, I mean, you went you went down to gamble, I think, a bit. And I went down to look at sports bets, even though I didn't make any, and get harassed like 500 times to sign up for <laughs> Caesars sports book on, on my phone or whatever. Yeah, I didn't get harassed by anyone the That's whole stay at Tropicana. I got, it was like in a 45 minute window that I was down in the casino, like three people came up to me and were like, you want $200? And I was like... <laughs> That's great. At first, I was like, "All right, give me the pitch," and then I was like, "No, nah, I don't want that." And then the second two, well, the second one, I was just like, "No," and the third one's like, "I've already got it on my phone," and then they left me away, right? Left me alone right away. So, did we do anything else before we walked back up to Ocean? Yeah, watched a little bit of qualifying, but uh, no, that's that's it. We then we walked back up to Ocean. I had to get my uh, my fifty dollars or whatever free play and get my solar light. What is a solar light? It's like a spotlight that turns on at night automatically. Oh, you need that for your house? Yeah, I, I mean... For security? Yeah, it's for something. I don't know. Did you install it? No, I have not installed it. But I lost enough money at Ocean that I was getting that light. <laughs> you need that light. You got two tote bags. You got a tote bag with each gift, too. That's true. The tote bags I, I, I have used, certainly, so they're nice. There's a plastic ba- bag ban in Hoboken, so those tote bags are very valuable. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I left. You, yeah, well, you drove me to Little Water on the way out. Yes, and that was Which the end of your looked, trip. Looked quite crowded. It was extremely crowded. So I I assumed that I could just roll up and say, "Hey, it's just me. I just want to order a cocktail at the bar." Because it was their fifth anniversary, and they had posted on Facebook, "We strongly encourage you to make reservations. Everything's booked until six p.m." And I was like, "It's just me. It'll be fine." 
So I get there and Guy, he was one of the people who runs Little Water, is at the front door and he's like, oh, uh, do you mind sitting at a chair that doesn't have a table? And I was like, no, it's fine. It's just me. And it, I was literally in a chair, like in the corner behind two other tables, like sitting there by my lonesome. I just like got up and walked around the whole time and it was fine. Um, so I got a couple drinks there. I got some, they had a street, whatever they're called, carts, food trucks. I know words. So I got some Korean street tacos that were really, really good after having a cocktail that hit me very hard because I don't know, but their spring cocktail list, let me tell you, a couple of the drinks on there are very strong. Felt it very quickly. Like I was halfway through it and I was like, wow, I'm feeling this a lot. And I need some food because it was like 3 p.m. at that point. <laughs> uh, so ate some food, went and got another cocktail later that was also good. Basically like a rum margarita, which was good, which is some not something you see very often. Just like walked around and kind of soaked it in, talked to the distiller, like the head distiller there, talked to a couple of the staff guys. Is it the one that, that you always talk to that knows us or whatever? Like Guy is the one I've talked to once mm. before. And he did see my shirt and he's like, hey, I follow you on Twitter. <laughs> Because I was wearing the do for a wind shirt, of course. Yes. They had a special, very limited edition gin. My favorite gin, by the way, is Rusted Revolver Gin, because I'm a little water fanboy. And they had a special edition gin that was aged in like bourbon barrels that were that that had then been used for honey or something. And it was they gave me a tiny taste of it and it was so, so good. So I bought a bottle of that to bring home. I think the first thing I have to do is pour myself some of that and some of the regular Rusted Revolver side by side and try them both. So I'm excited for that. And then was like, okay, I've hung out here and, and drank enough cocktails that I need to head back to the boardwalk. And and I always think of Little Water as being like way off the boardwalk, but it's only like six blocks. Yeah, it's not that far. I've walked before. So the thing that it's six blocks from off the boardwalk, though, is the showboat. Mm -hmm. And so... I was like, I'm going to go back to Lucky guessed, I would have guessed it's a little bit farther down, but I would have thought like Hard Rocker Resorts, but sure. I mean, I believe you. You just walked it. so Yeah, it's a pretty straight shot mm -hmm. to Showboat. It's like half a mile. So I mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to go back to Lucky Snake and use the rest of my card. Ooh. I was like so pumped to go back and play pinball. So that's like a good mm -hmm. sign for Lucky Snake that I was like excited to go back. I tweeted like on my way, you know, buzz tweeting, like on my way back to Lucky Snake. And then I get like six decks in a row. From from somebody who works at Showboat, <laughs> who actually the guy who had hooked us up with fifty dollars gift cards in the in the uh -huh. food credit before, and he was like texting. It was me and, and an employee at Lucky Snake. Like, hey, make sure you hook Craig up with fifty dollars gift card. I did get some game credit. I met Nigel, who was the general manager there. Talked to him for a little bit, actually, about like the different games that they get, mm -hmm. uh, like what the plans for the cart track are, and he was like totally state of the art stuff for the cart track. I've, have you been to any of the ones down in Maryland? I've been to one a couple of times down there. No, I've been to like kind of a crappy outdoor one in it's south of College Park. It's south of Hyattsville, even kind of down Kenilworth or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's so there's one in Crofton, like an outdoor one. Uh -huh. This is a totally different experience from the outdoor. These are like little race cars, like they are serious, and it's like a serious track. Are they? electric or I have are they no gas? Idea. Like, I feel like they can't be gas if it's indoor, right? Yeah, yeah I would assume that. <laughs> they're just killing everything. So they're like golf carts. They're like electric. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing. I don't really understand uh, how that works. All right. Uh, I don't I don't know either. I mean, I know nothing about carts. So. But it, yeah, it feels like a very real racing experience. I mean, for me, that's never done anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, 
at least the time I did it. So if it's anything like these other like pole position raceway type places, that that that's like a really cool addition, and I hope it does really well. I don't remember when we went because I think I just sat at the coin pushers and didn't do much. Yeah, there's like this little three lane like tiny bowling alley that's super cool, and there were like parents there with their kids playing bowling. I was like, this is awesome. Like I sat, th- I was sitting right next to them because there was a tapper machine there. I don't know if you've ever ever played tapper. Oh, I've I've played a lot of tapper. Oh man, so good. I think there's a picture on my Facebook of me drinking a rolling rock playing a tapper in like 2010 or something. Yeah, tapper is like one of the best games of all time, arcade yeah. games. Um, so I played just like a bunch of retro arcade games, like Outrun and stuff. I was like walking through, looking at all the retro arcade games. I went since I had a bunch of free. I money feel like the they card, didn't have all that there when we went. They had some retro stuff, but not as much as they mm-hmm. do now. And I did some crane games because I was like, I've got this free money on a card. I'm going to get my kids some gifts. So I got uh, I got something for my daughter and something for my son. Uh, my son immediately threw his across the room and I was like, I don't like this. And now he just carries it with him everywhere because that's the way he is. Like, I used to love crane games when I was a little kid, so I was, like, excited to do it on somebody else's money. I have to say, look for the Giga Crane. That actually grabs the thing. The other cranes I tried, they weren't even, like, attempting to grab anything. It didn't even close. just stayed open. Yeah, so then I went back, played a bunch more pinball, set the high score on, on Dialed In, which is a really fun pinball machine. And I actually was not ready to leave, which I can't believe. I cannot believe that. Like, you know, if you had told me I was going to go to Lucky Snake twice... I, you know, and me, you know, maybe I'm just being biased because of free stuff. That's true. But I didn't know I was going to get free stuff the second time I went, right? Like I went, I was already going a second time this trip without knowing I was going to get anything. So that's a something. But at that point it was like almost eight. And I was like, I want, I really want to go to Tony's Baltimore Grill. And I haven't played, again, have not played at all at Tropicana <laughs> uh, in my classic fashion. So I hoofed it back to the trop. To Tony's. Through the, the stuff that I bought at Little Water mm. and, and the stuffed animals I got from the crane game uh, into my room and, and walked out to Tony's, which is like half a block from Yeah, it's from quite, quite Super, super close. Quite easy. Um, sat down. I was sitting there for like two minutes and the woman next to me was like, what do you want? I'll order it for you because I clearly wasn't getting the bartender's attention. <laughs> so this is the- I'm sure you were extremely timidly kind of trying to sort of get the bartender's attention. Yeah. So this is the third time that this has happened this trip. <laughs> So she, so they buy me a Bud Light. I end up talking to her and her husband for a while. She apparently is the manager of the Irish pub. <laughs> so she was telling me about how she's like, you know, planning stuff for, for the hotel opening in May and all that stuff. And are you like, well, you should give me a room? Yeah. No, I should have said that. You're right. You should have. Um, and then I ordered a pizza and some fries. And I have to say, even not totally drunk, I thought the pizza was pretty good. Um, it's not like 10 out of 10 or anything, but it was, it was solid. It was like for pizza at a bar, it was very good. And I really liked the vibe of the bar side at Tony's Baltimore grill. And just like sitting there, it's like quintessential dive bar, you know, sort of like Chelsea pub and in, which is also right across the street. Um, so I was sitting there after ordering my food and listener Mark showed up who is at refrigerator P on Twitter. And so he showed up and he sits down and he's like, doesn't say anything about like, oh, hey, are you Craig or anything like that? He's like, he's like talking to me for a second. And then he's like, oh, how's the food here? Is it any good? And I was like, yeah, I think it's pretty good. And he's like, oh, I heard about it on a podcast, Do For a Win. And I was like, oh my God, this person's heard of Do For a Win. Like, this is so exciting. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm the guy who said I was going to meet, meet up with you. And I was like, ah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> he got so you. I, yeah, no, he got me. So that was very funny. Um, just like really nice to talk to somebody other than you about Atlantic City. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> 
<laughs> True enough. <laughs> Not that I don't like talking to you about Atlantic City, but I've already said everything I have to say to you. And again, like another thing that's close to TROP that like when I think about my next trip to Atlantic City, I'm like, my room sucked. The gambling wasn't great. But there's all these other things right around TROP that I want to do. It is a cool place, I think. Yeah, right around there. Especially given that, that we both really like the beer guard, too. Yes, and then I also ate one more meal that is another huge... Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so then I you know, went and dropped off my leftover pizza. I don't know why I kept There's it. There's also one of those not too far away from Ocean. That's it's true. much farther than the one from TROP, but... Yeah. So then I went and played a bunch of Wonder Woman slots, which mm-hmm. is very fun. I'd never played it before. It's like an I saw your old game. very weird post about Wonder Woman this morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the, so the Wonder Woman slots, like, they used to be very popular. It's like an eight-year-old slot machine, but it plays the theme song for Wonder Woman. And I've seen episodes of Wonder Woman, but I'd never heard the theme song. And it's, like, it's an amazing theme song. Like, why is everybody talking about, like, Batman theme song and Spider-Man as these, like, classic TV theme songs? The Wonder Woman 1975 theme song is unbelievable. Go listen to it right now. I mean, keep listening to the podcast and, and go listen to it later. With a little bit of post, you can you can give the people both, Greg. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, all the world is waiting for you, and the power you possess, in your satin tights, fighting for your rights, and the old red, white, and blue. So I had fun with the Wonder Woman (laughs) slots, and now I'm sure that they'll just disappear from all casinos because I like them. I played some Buffalo Chief, which is just like any other Buffalo game, except there's like multiple kinds of coins. So if you've played Buffalo, it's like you get three coins and it triggers the free spin bonuses. So there are a couple other kind of coins that during the free spins, you can get more Buffaloes on every reel for the rest of the spins in the bonus. So I ended up getting up to like 125 Buffalo and I kept getting spins re-triggered. So I had a nice like $120 bonus. So that was awesome. But the other thing I tried to do on Saturday night, which is something that I was really looking forward to staying at Tropicana, was going and sitting at the 10 North Lounge and playing video poker at the video poker bar. So I got an open seat and the experience of everyone on the left half of the bar that I was on, there were two bartenders at the 10 North Lounge, was that you could not get the bartender's attention to get a drink. And part of that is because... That side of the bar is where just everybody's walking up to, to make an order. And so, like, the people actually playing just could not get drinks. And the woman next to me was, like, already super frustrated by the time I sat down. And when I sat down, she was like, can you do me a favor? Do not jump in front of me to order a drink. I've been waiting for 20 minutes. Like, do not. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. Whatever. And you're like, you don't know me, yeah, but no. you have no concern about that happening. So same thing. Like, she finally gets a drink. She's like, I'm going to get you a drink because it's, like, taking forever. Can't even do it. So this is the fourth time that somebody tries to, like, help me out with <laughs> my lack of assertiveness. So I'm sitting there for, like, literally half an hour playing 25 cent. Yeah. Seven, seven, five, Jackson. <laughs> it was eight, five, it was eight, five, I think. Eight, eight, Which five, is, that's not yeah, terrible for yeah, you. Yeah, know, I've, I've played worse. And after, after half an hour, I was like, I'm never getting a drink. I'm just going to leave. This is too frustrating. So I left um, after talking to this woman next to me for like 30 minutes who kept encouraging me to go to the boogie nights and hook up with all of the young ladies there that she kept telling me about. And I was like, I'm married with kids. And she's like, are they here? So then you went to boogie nights? No. So then, so then oh. that was when I went and played. Actually, so then I went right to video poker right outside <laughs> of 10 North Lounge and ordered. And again, super fast, super fast drink service. I was like, give me a scotch and soda. Boom. Teen will be here in two minutes. It was great. Uh, so on the casino floor, A plus drink service, 10 North Lounge, F minus. It was so frustrating. Yeah, played for a while on 
on Saturday night, I was like, I'm going to go to bed at, by 12.30 cause I need to wake up at seven to get my Gilchrist and go home. And I think I ended up up until two o'clock again. But, but luckily I hit a few four of a kinds. I hit that hundred something dollar bonus on Buffalo chief. And so I, I bounced back by over a hundred bucks on Saturday after my terrible Friday, probably will still get the punitive rates as soon as they see what my play was. But yeah, I went to bed, woke up at seven on the dot, didn't shower or anything and just ran. So staying in the Chelsea tower, you just hit the elevator button to one and you walk straight into the Gilchrist. And there were like four other people there sat at the, sat at the counter ordered, you know, it's Gilchrist. So my food was out in 10 minutes. I was out of there in 25 minutes total. (laughs) I got the blueberry pancakes and, and some sausage and, and eggs. I did not get the turkey sausage, did not make that mistake. Crushed all of that. And then went upstairs and showered and checked out and left. Nice. Good trip. So again, Gilchrist, another thing that's good for trap. (laughs) I know. I know. There's so much good stuff. And can you even imagine if like Barlon and Okacha wish still open. Yeah, I mean, it would be such like the Barlon happy hour. Oh, amazing. We should mention we didn't make it to Hooters. Yes. The line at Hooters was always was, crazy it was, long. It was pretty long. It was simple. A lot of people wanted to go to Hooters. I actually thought about going there instead of Tony's Baltimore Grill because I was like, well, it's in the hotel. That way I'm just here and I can sort of get to things faster. And again, the line was crazy long. Yeah. At breakfast at the Taco y Tequila or whatever is always excellent as well. So. That's true. Yeah, there's just a lot of good never, stuff. Never eaten yeah. another meal there. It's probably also good, I assume. But yeah, any final thoughts on the trip? I know we oh, went it's good very trip. long. I know we, we this is this is way over. I was a little nervous about staying an extra night. Just my last thought, hmm? and being solo. But it was yeah, awesome. But then like, you it, went to the boogie nights and we're solo. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, it was like to the point where I'm like. I could do that every trip. Like I could do that extra night. <laughs> I don't know if that would be. Doable. I mean, as you know, I always would do like two to three extra yeah. nights way back when. So back in the day, back in the day, that was my, my move that I was famous for. When are we going again? So you mentioned wanting to do a bigger group trip. Yeah. I think we should uh, send out a, a doodle or whatever and uh, get something on the books in May. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it may be a little optimistic cause I don't know if we're trying to get more people I don't know how many people have those weekends booked. I think I have literally one open weekend in May, which is the weekend before Labor Day. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. And I don't know now if people have, like, booked that up or what. Eh. You people, I don't know how you book things up so far out. (laughs) So far out. You've got a bunch of stuff on the calendar. Next week or whatever. I mean, yes, I have, like, big trips booked or whatever. But, yeah, never weekend stuff that far out, I don't think. Yeah. I know you just like had to schedule some birthday party in May or something while we were there. So yes, two of them. Anyway, if you'd like to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and buy a shirt at do for win.com. Send Craig a message on Twitter at do for a win or meet Kyle Askin and send Craig some questions to do for win at gmail.com. And he will definitely absolutely not read them on air. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Never. We got another message tonight about, uh, about the resort fees. Oh, I'm aware that gotta I need to update, update them. Yeah, yeah I got to update the page. But I will not read that email on the air. I mean, I think that email probably is not meant <laughs> to be read on the air. Okay. But the other one that you've been ignoring for like two months at this point was. That's absolutely true. Next episode, there shouldn't be very much to talk about. Probably not. Schedule it in, episode 171, Mailbag Extravaganza. Except that it'll be the season finale of Boardwalk Empire and we'll want to dedicate at least an hour to that. Yeah. Uh, so Boardwalk Empire, the Super Cliffs Notes version of it is we got to see a bit more with Chalky. He went down to beautiful Haver de Grace, Maryland, where my mom lives. It actually is beautiful. It's 
fairly nice. Yeah. I yeah. mean, where we're talking went, look, look nice right on the river. Yeah. Met up with, I guess, what, an old mentor, mentor. Yeah. I guess. That's what I got. Em- emphasis on old, I think. That's what the episode was really playing up, I guess, where we'll all end up one day if we're lucky. He went down with his lady friend down there and just chatted with them for a bit. And we got to see at the end of the episode, the lady friend has decided to run away. And it made sense, I think, given the context of the episode that they're from different backgrounds. She keeps talking to Chalky about how he's got a family, his daughter's getting married, etc. So I think it all sort of made sense and was good and worked for me. After Chalky had decided that they would run away together. Correct. She bailed early. She bailed. Which, like I said, I think it's it's good. It makes sense. And then the other main plot line, well, I guess there are three main plot lines in this, in this episode, but another main plot line was we get to see a bit more of Nucky and Eli. Uh, Nucky gets a strange phone call from the private investigator. Milton from Office Space called and said that there's like, you know, some sort of a rat, I guess, in his, his organization, but he gets, I guess, arrested before Nucky agrees to pay him for that information. <laughs> so... Uh, we'll see what happens. Presumably he was going to name Eli, I would assume, given that he knows exactly what's going on with Knox. Yeah. But we get to see Eli's family come over for dinner and Eli's wife start talking about Knox indirectly or Eli freaks out. But you can kind of tell that Nucky has some idea of what's going on. And then the third major storyline is we got to see uh, stuff about Jimmy's mom. Yeah. Get to see her be arrested at the end of the episode because apparently Peter from Office Space was uh, actually a private investigator the whole time hired to do... Pinkerton, Pinkerton Detective Agency. Yes. If you played Red Dead 2, you know all about the Pinkertons. Get her to admit to killing poor, poor Roger, I guess. Yeah. Of all the things she could have confessed to him at the end, had to confess to Roger. It makes it really funny that she, you know, she told him like half the story on the boardwalk, right? Remember we talked about that like uh-huh. two episodes ago. You know, she was like, oh, so, you know, he died of a heroin overdose, but didn't mention that she actually killed the guy. And it seemed like she was going to confess everything then and didn't. Right. And just dragged it out. So that was interesting. Totally unexpected. You know, somebody at some point tells Narcissus people that Chalky's in Haver de Grace and they ambush them. It seemed like it was the other dude. The, the other dude that left after yeah, losing the in checkers. Like aggressive I mean, dude if in I house. lost in checkers, I would also. Correct. Get, it, get everybody in the house killed. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I feel like we're forgetting something. Um, oh, so, oh, well, I mean, Eli's, like, trying to set up this meeting for the FBI guy of all the, like, Tampa, New York, mm-hmm. Atlantic City people, and so so Nucky agrees to it, and then the episode ends with him calling, I think her last name is Wheat, the, yeah, the lady no in Florida, and saying, I, I want out. Like, she, like, he clearly knows what's going on, and he wants out. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a really good episode, like, lots of unexpected stuff happening. Yeah, it was a good episode. It all basically made sense there was nothing that made me be like this is dumb yeah i mean very clearly setting up the like chalky narcisse fight but i just have no idea like who's gonna be chalky's coming back for sure fighting who because right now you know nucky's like well he's working with narcisse on the heroin thing but he clearly is not happy about it so i'm assuming that it'll be nucky on chalky's side but they didn't talk about it, but did they not have cataract surgery in like 1920? I have no idea. No, <laughs> but that's like that guy just had cataracts, right? I have no idea. It looked like it with the way his eyes looked. So 1920 was literally 102 years ago. So I don't yeah, know. whatever. I think you know this was 1925, probably by now. That's, the, that's, that's season, a good point. But yeah, that's that. Yeah, season finale next episode. Season next to last season. There are only nine episodes left. Yeah. So you're watching on HBO Max. 
I'm watching on HBO Max, yes. There is another show that's on HBO Max that you can watch, and it is the 1975 Wonder Woman series. <laughs> the pilot's an hour and 14 minutes long. I think you should go watch Holy. it after the show. I would never have guessed that a pilot for a 1975 show would be an hour and 14 minutes. Yeah, that seems like a very 2022 thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, it was an hour and a half on TV. Holy cow. So I watched By it. By the way, you can, that's that how you can tell it's 1975, because if it was an hour and a half on TV now, it'd be like 53 minutes or yeah. something. Yes. Yeah, I've gone down the Wonder Woman rabbit hole. Yeah, you're all in. Yeah. After the Lin- Linda Carter, uh, Capitals fan. So old. That's how you know she's good. German lady shooting a submachine gun at Wonder Woman or whatever that you posted today. That scene that I tweeted, go to our Twitter and watch it. You will have so many questions. So many questions. Keep in mind, it's set during World War II. Like, uh, yeah. why would they let the German lady with a gun shoot at Wonder Woman? Why is everybody just totally cool? Like, hey, I'm going to kill this woman. I don't know. It's fine. It's, yeah, it's just a crazy scene. <sighs> Anyway, thank you guys very much for listening. Sorry for keeping you longer than usual, and uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Don't apologize. Everybody loves the trip report. We have gotten so many messages saying people are excited for the trip report. She was complaining about like all the dudes like trying to like hit on her or something. Like mm-hmm. all these like mob guys and stuff that she's talking about. And she's like, now I'm here. I'm sitting next to this gorgeous guy. <laughs> like, okay, it's, that's enough. You don't need to talk anymore. I, I gotta go. So anyways, I took her back to my room. And- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's clearly what she was angling for. <laughs> so she should have just done it for the podcast, for the podcast. She was laying the hints on pretty strong. For the podcast.